the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. At a news conference, the Pentagon said on Friday that the U.S. military services have now begun disciplinary action and discharges for troops who have refused to get the mandated coronavirus vaccine. It's not as a result of a, 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 a legal proceeding, in that, you know, as a, like a court-martial. Um, and uh, again, this is administrative discharges, as you know, are, are a fairly common practice. Uh, so the, the processes are... Uh, are, are pretty similar across the services. That is Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. Meanwhile, a federal appeals court panel has ruled that President Biden's vaccine mandate for larger private employers can go ahead and take effect. Friday's two-to-one ruling from a panel of judges on the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals reverses a lower court ruling which had paused that requirement. This is SRN News. Larry Elder always brings the evidence. An article from PBS. This is from March of 2019. Headline, is climate change making U.S. tornadoes worse? And the article ends as follows. Given these tornado trends, there might be a link to climate change, except no one knows for sure. That's PBS. The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Appliance Renew reminds you that there's just one week until Christmas. And what could be better for Christmas than to get your mortgage or rent paid for all next year? It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Enter to win once a day at am1280thepatriot.com. And it's brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. The Narn with Mitchburg is next. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, Here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, coming up on its 20th anniversary, shotinthedark.info, on Mondays through Fridays and sometimes more, uh, bringing the best of the C-list content from the what used to be the greatest conservative blog seen in America, in its own way still may be. There's just not as many of us out there. Uh, which led us to the program you're listening to right now, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, heading towards its 18th anniversary on the air, which means this show has gone on four years longer than my entire first radio career in its entirety. So 
almost five years, actually. So this has been uh, the, the, the font of all good things in my life. I like to hope, think, and hope and pray that it does the same for some of you. At any rate, uh, don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock, uh, the new kid. Uh, Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 a.m. on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. That's the whole Northern Alliance. Half of the crew was out at Providence Academy in Plymouth. This past Wednesday night, I believe it was. Hard to keep track sometimes. I think it was Wednesday. These weeks have just been zipping on by. It's been crazy. Anyway, uh, but uh, the, the Minnesota Leadership Forum at Providence Academy is a gubernatorial town hall. Something of a debate. I guess it's not a classic debate format, but let's just say it was, well, hearings. And uh, hosted by Hugh Hewitt, of course, along with uh, John Helmberger from the Minnesota Family Council. And uh, Kyle Hooten from Alpha News uh, teamed up. To host the event, it featured the the top five, I believe, top five gubernatorial candidates uh, on the Republican side. Uh, Michelle Benson, Paul Gazelka, Scott Jensen, Neil Shaw, and Mike Murphy. And we had something of a surprise winner this past week. Uh, Neil Shaw ran away with it. I don't know if he brought his people out to the event or if people were just that impressed with him. Frankly, it may have been a little bit of both either way, (laughs) Uh, whether it was through stacking the deck or knocking it out of the park rhetorically speaking uh dr shaw had a great uh, great great turnout uh great uh, great showing at the uh, at the straw poll and he's gonna need to keep that going uh because well we'll talk about that uh, later on this hour when dr shaw joins us to, to talk about his campaign for the governor uh governorship it's i've had a lot of people ask me about that i've had a lot of people say well why why isn't Michelle Benson coming out and, and taking it to the field much more than she is? Why isn't uh, Paul Gazelka uh, coming out of his shell and, and tearing it up a little bit harder? Uh, and, and that's we have to remember a couple things about the race. Really, they're not looking ahead to November of 22 uh, just yet. I mean, they're not ignoring it. It's obviously the goal. But the real goal right now is not even the convention in late uh, May or early June of 2022. The real goal for all the candidates right now is the first Tuesday in February when they will have caucuses, when Republicans will meet at caucus locations around the state to start the process of electing delegates who will go to the district, the BPLU conventions. And they will elect delegates who will go to the state conventions to vote for the various candidates for government. governor. Now, People like Michelle Benson, Paul Gazelka, presumably uh, Scott Jensen, who's had a year head start and raised a ton of money, have big time name recognition around the state. They've been in the Minnesota State Senate, so they've been getting headlines. People around the state know who they are. Presumably, they have statewide organizations working. I mean, there will most likely be people uh, working up in Thief River Falls, getting people out to the caucuses for. And when I say Thief River Falls, I mean Thief River Falls, Duluth, the Midway of St. Paul, Worthington, wherever you go throughout the state. One presumes that there are organizations working at the various BPOUs, at the various House and Senate district levels, working to get people to come out to caucuses to vote for delegates to support Michelle Benson, Paul Gazelka. That's a safe enough bet there, I suspect. Scott Jensen, most likely. Now, Neil Shaw, Mike Murphy, Mike Marty. Uh, they're all unknowns. Do they have statewide organizations? 
It remains to be seen. It'll be uh, worth discussing here with uh, Dr. Schott. We'll also have Mike Murphy coming up. And, of course, we've had uh, all the other candidates except Senator Gazelka so far, although Jack Tomczak and uh, Brad Carlson have had a number of the candidates on as well. So we'll be talking about the uh, statewide race, the, the push to the caucuses, which leads to the push to the BPOU conventions, which leads to the delegates going to the state convention who will pick the endorsed Republican candidate, and there maybe perhaps it ends except for going after the Democrats, or perhaps there will be a primary. We don't know. Uh, What we do know is that for the candidates with statewide organizations, the big goal right now is to get their people out to caucuses and not give anybody a reason to hate them, Uh, which... I think it's a modestly safe bet that that's what Michelle Benson and to some extent Paul Gazelka are doing. Gazelka and Jensen have been duking it out with uh, with each other over a bunch of issues. And of course, Mike Murphy and Neil Shaw have been taking their shots at everyone because it's very much in their uh, to their benefit to do so. Anyway, this is where it gets interesting, folks. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join the show? You can also join us via Twitter or Gab or Parler or MeWe at the uh, at the hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, you can also join us on Facebook, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network fan page, where we are live streaming the show this week as just about every week. Uh, if you'd like to have some video to go with your audio, why in God's name you would need to have video of me talking into a microphone? I don't know, but I'm glad for those of you who show up, like Frank in Richfield has done. Hello to you as well, Frank, via the live stream. Uh, hope you're uh, having a wonderful weekend, as are all, as I do for all of you who are watching the live stream right now. What do I want for Christmas? It's coming up next week, by the way. I will have my special Christmas episode of the show coming up a week from today. And what I want for Christmas is a justice system in this country that actually does, that actually is blind and treats people the same before God and the law, the way they're supposed to be treated in a free society, no matter what their race, their creed, their color, their party, or their station in life. It's fair to say we don't have that in our society today, much as of as it is an ideal for this society. We saw a classic example this past week of how it is indeed not. Um, I, I'd like to, I'd like you to, to to indulge in your mind's eye for a moment the idea that you may have gone out one evening and had a bump or two or maybe twelve at the bar, uh, and then decided to drive home. Now, in this thought experiment, and remember, radio is the theater of the mind, so in your mind, I like to picture yourself after 10 drinks or so, give or take a couple, I may have been eight, may have been eight, may have been 12, but a bunch of drinks in not a bunch of hours. Imagine in your mind you're carrying a gun, and for that matter, your car has a whole bunch of loose ammunition lying around. Now, For whatever reason, you get in your car, and by the way, for whatever reason, the people who were around you as you had these 8 to 12 drinks didn't stop you from getting in your car and going out on the freeway. So you drive down the freeway until, through some happenstance, you don't drive down the freeway because you swerve off the road and roll your car. And while rolling, windows break, things fly around the passenger compartment, and you scatter ammunition all over the ditch and the prairie and the roadway. Uh, and by the way, after this roll, you're injured, 
you have to be extricated. You're in no condition to take a field sobriety test. But when you get to the hospital and they give you a, shall we say, effluvium test, (laughs) I don't know what I could say on a Salem station, Um, what's commonly referred to as a whiz test, that's what the kids are referring to it as these days, Uh, you test at a 0.13 blood alcohol content, which, by the way, at that point is 50% above the legal limit and likely indicates that at the time of the accident, you were more like a 0.17 at the time of the accident itself. Now, in this mental experiment, let's just assume that you're a civilian. You have no particular political connections. You've got nobody looking out for you uh, in high places. Do you think the state patrol which normally gets accident reports, especially involving drunk driving, up on the State Patrol website, is going to wait more than two and a half hours, which, by the way, is their average time to get accident reports, especially accident reports with DUIs involved. Do you think they are going to embargo that story on their website for 12 hours, almost 12 hours? Do you think, for that matter, the county attorney involved is going to let you plead the charges down to fourth-degree DWI? No, they're not. Of course you would not. At the very least, the county attorney is going to put you through a legal ringer. And this county attorney, whoever they are, wherever they are, is going to make sure that if you finally plead out to a charge, it's going to be a charge that takes a chunk out of your life. Jail time, major fines, uh, a a serious criminal uh, penalty on your record, a gross misdemeanor of some kind or another. But, of course, the person I'm talking about is not a civilian. I'm, of course, referring to Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson, who it was reported this past uh, last weekend went out uh, driving after having a bunch of drinks. How many? Given his blood alcohol content at the time after the accident and his, not to sound insensitive, but his size was a blood alcohol level consistent with having had somewhere between the aforementioned 8 to 12 drinks. And he got played down, he was allowed to plead down this past week to fourth degree DUI, which is the sort of stuff uh, a frat boy gets on their first offense after having a couple too many jello shots at a frat party and having a broken taillight. You would not be allowed to plead down to this. And by the way, while I have you in the realm of the theater of the mind, I ask you, how about if the sheriff involved was Rich Stanick, the previous sheriff of Hennepin County, and to my knowledge, the last elected Republican of any kind in Hennepin County? You think Rich Stanick would have gotten the same treatment? I mean, remember how the media covered Stanick's adult son's behavior? Think about that before we answer that question. And by the way, the media, well, the only media to go out to the site of the crash and go over and find the piles of 357 ammunition, the piles of 12-gauge shotgun shells, the bags of THC gummies, what was the Alexandria, Minnesota Rebel News as retransmitted by Rebecca Brannon, one of the few genuine journalists in the state of Minnesota. By the way, I had to ask, somebody get a mile marker on this accident? Because ammo's expensive these days. I'm, I'm not too proud to scavenge. When we come back, 
more examples of how justice is not justice for all in this country. And this is what a battle we need to fight. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Step into Red Wing shoes for insulated waterproof boots. Red Wing features safety and regular toe styles to fit your job and lifestyle. Their footwear experts take the time to measure your feet and learn about your footwear needs, whether you're shopping for work, hunting, or recreation. Stop in and see them in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they can bring the store to you. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Hey, you still got that trick knee that starts hurting whenever the weather's going to change? Yeah, I'm feeling it that way. It's that old hockey injury. You know, an Arctic Spa all-wetter pool from Premier Pool and Spa could help you relieve some of those aches and pains. No kidding, eh? Yeah, imagine coming home from a long day at the salt mine and easing into a world of warmth and comfort. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel it. And then, when you're all limbered up, you can stay in tip-top shape with an invigorating swim. Wow, sounds like an all-weather pool from Premier Pool and Spa is a hot tub, a spa, and a pool all in one. Yeah, and because it's engineered for the world's harshest climates, it's perfect for Minnesota. Hey, maybe after a few sessions in my pool, I can actually get back on the ice again. If you mean for ice fishing... Then I would say, let's go, eh? That's probably more my speed. Hey, all-weather pools from Arctic Spa are on sale now at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. You deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, online at premierpools.com. Thanks to support from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, thefishtwincities.com is spreading joy all season long. King Wenceslas looked down on the Feast of Stephen. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Actor Zachary Levi talks about training for his new role as NFL quarterback Kurt Warner in American Underdog. I had a good solid, you know, three and a half months, I think, of strength and conditioning. And I got about a month and a half or so of quarterback coaching and training, which, like, I've thrown footballs, but I was never a football player. And I certainly didn't know the mechanics of, you know, really throwing the best of spirals, and I did my best. But at the end of the day, there's never enough time to train. American Underdog in theaters this Christmas. For more information, head to theentertainmentanswer.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. You can enter to win once a day at am12athepatriot.com. Check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club page. Christmas Mortgage Miracle brought to you by Tom Matiney. Of new American funding. One of the great Christmas traditions here at AM 1280, The Patriot. Something I'm proud to pass on to you. Hope Check in. Go to Freedom Fan Club page at uh, am1280thepatriot.com. 
651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us, and I sincerely hope you will. Now, I, I talked about the Hutchinson case, the, the case of Sheriff Dave Hutchinson of Hennepin County, who uh, went out and had himself uh, a couple bumps, maybe 8 to 12. We don't know for sure. Uh, all we know is that hours after the crash, he was still testing at a .13 blood alcohol content, which is still 1.5 times the legal limit, indicating he was probably well over double the legal limit when he actually had the accident, as far as uh, the basic rules of thumb for estimating these things go. Now, and and he was allowed this past week to plead doubt to fourth degree driving under the influence, which is barely qualifies as a slap on the wrist. I mean, he was driving drunk with, he's alleged to have been driving drunk with his service firearm. He was, by the way, leaving a sheriff's organization uh, get-together convention at the Arrowwood Resort near Alexandria, where presumably numerous other sheriffs were at the very least aware that he'd had a bump or ten, give or take two, and one would hope that others among them were not doing the same, by the way, and driving back to their various counties from the festivities. One, one would hope not, given, as we talked about last week on the show, that these are people who earn a good chunk of their county's budget for their counties by arresting everyone that they can possibly link to a DUI through means that sometimes beggar justice themselves. I mean, the the dropping of the blood alcohol level from 0.1 to 0.08, several uh, close to 10, 12 years ago, as I recall, uh, is basically allows them to to round up people who exhibit no signs of driving drunk on the road, but get pulled over for broken taillights, broken brake lights, expired tabs. Yes, smell that a drink or two has happened. They blow up 0.08. Boom, there's a DUI. There's a couple thousand dollars in fines and some make work for a lawyer. Uh, and and more work for more county uh, officials to do, which keeps the money coming to the county. I mean, it is it that cynical? Well, yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I'm very much opposed to drunk driving. I make a habit of not doing it. It's a bad idea. Don't do it if you have the chance. <laughs> but especially if you're a, a county official, an elected official, driving in a county vehicle with a service firearm, which, by the way, I mean, that level of DUI, if you're a civilian with a carry permit, is probably going to cause your next time you try and get renewed, uh, your, your carry permit not to get renewed if they don't revoke it straight out of the gate once you get convicted. Keep that in mind. And by the way, if you're a law enforcement officer who's not eligible to carry a firearm, you can't really be an officer anymore. This is what, by the way, led to the exodus of Hundreds of police officers around the country when it turned out that misdemeanor level domestic abuse disqualified you to carry a firearm. A whole lot of cops lost their uh, lost their police licenses when they lost the ability to legally carry a firearm. So I, I bring this up not because I have a particular urge or impetus to oust Sheriff Hutchinson. That's probably going to be the voter's job here at some point in the near future. We'll see what happens there. Again, if he's endorsed by the DFL, he'll get elected with a minimum of two-thirds of the vote. So and it doesn't matter what your criminal record is or what you've done. If the DFL endorses you, that's really all she wrote in Minneapolis, in Hennepin County. I'm not talking about this because I in particularly 
against Sheriff Hutchinson. I mean, he's no better. He's not as good as Rich Stanek was. I'd very much rather have had Rich Stanek win the, the last sheriff's election in Hennepin County, but such is the electoral fortunes in Hennepin County. I bring it up because it's an example of how there are really two different levels of justice in this country, really probably more than two. There's justice for people who are wealthy and can afford lawyers as opposed to the justice that people who can't afford a good attorney and have to rely on public defenders get, i.e., maybe maybe the benefit of a doubt, but usually just a, a plea bargain that is a little less awful they would have gotten before. There is certainly a different level of justice for endorsed DFLers in Hennepin County and Ramsey County than there is in other places. For example, I need I even point out the grossly uh, different coverage and, for that matter, handling uh, in, in the media and the law enforcement system of uh, crimes uh, and even just public incidents that don't rise to the level of crime when it's a Republican committing it. I urge you to remember the coverage of Rod Graham's when his son, who, by the way, according to his custody arrangement with his first wife, uh, first ex-wife, well, only ex-wife, uh, was he didn't really have much of a role in raising him in the first place. But that was all slapped onto Senator Graham's when he was in office by the media, uh, even though it had nothing to do with with Senator Graham's himself. I urge you also to remember the coverage that was heaped upon Alan Fine back in 2006, a story that I did my darndest to blow up. I mean, the Star Tribune uh, and and uh, Ray, Rochelle Olson uh, wrote this really scabrous, cowardly hit piece on Alan Fine, who, it needs to be recalled, was running against Keith Ellison uh, when Ellison was running for the Minnesota uh, state legislature for the first time. I'm sorry, for Congress for the first time. And it was a 10-year-old domestic abuse charge uh, for which there was no physical evidence, uh, for which the charges were dropped, and uh, and that were was in due course expunged from Alan Fine's record. Alan Fine, by the way, the GOP-endorsed candidate to run in the 5th Congressional District against Keith Ellison in 2006. The Star Tribune story somehow, while it had t- uh, space in the story, uh, by the way, I interviewed Rochelle Olson on the air about this uh, story, I asked him, if they had room, she she pled out that uh, that there wasn't room to get all the details about the story, and I and I responded, you had room to fit in the Alan Fine's brother's response, which was a complete nothing burger, but they didn't have space to mention the fact in the weeks before an election that candidate Fine had had his record expunged and had never been charged. In the meantime. The ex-wife involved had been charged with domestic abuse and convicted. No room for that. Anyway, there are two different levels of coverage in Hennepin County, depending on whether you are or are not a Democrat. And this is happening nationwide. And and I, for this, I direct your attention to Portland, Oregon, a piece that came out in National Review this past week, The Tragedy of Portland. Quote, it's a ghost town except for the zombies. I direct your attention to a paragraph uh, down the way here. Portland's approach to governance over the past two years has been a paradox, an unholy marriage of lax prosecution of real crime and draconian crackdowns against law-abiding small business owners and citizens. Sound familiar? Lisa Hansen in, in Albert Lee being uh, sentenced to 90 days in jail this past week uh, for keeping her business open because she needed to try and keep her business open to survive. 
during Governor Waltz's draconian, ham-fisted, and deeply stupid crackdown? I return to the National Review story. The district attorney from Multnomah County, where Portland is, declined to prosecute 70% of cases related to Black Lives Matter protests, by the way, mostly peaceful riots (laughs) that swept the city for months and months and months. And by the way, the Portland Police Bureau uh, leaves uh, 911 callers, I should say, on hold for hours. The city surpassed its all-time annual record for shootings in September with three months left to go in the year. And is often tragically the case, black Portland residents are killed by shootings at 12 times the rate of white Portlanders. After the municipal government effectively stopped enforcing vagrancy laws, what had been six large encampments grew to over 100. At the same time, Oregon has consistently led the country in public health restrictions throughout the pandemic, with Governor Kate Brown routinely forcing businesses to close at unpredictable intervals, even after vaccines became available. Un- uh, Oregon's outdoor mask mandate, that's right, outdoor mask mandate, which applied to vaccinated and unvaccinated residents alike, was the last one remaining in the country, finally uh, being repealed two lousy weeks ago. So, if you're a <clears throat> mostly peaceful rioter, your odds of getting kicked loose, no matter what you did, is better than two to one in your favor. But God help you if you open if you keep your store open in Albert Lee. Did I say Albert Lee? I meant Portland. Oh wait, no, I meant them both. Because while the, the wheels of justice turn very, very slowly, uh, slowly against the mostly peaceful rioters, unless, of course, there could be some link shown to white supremacy, uh, to fit the narrative, of course, uh, not that they shouldn't be tried equally as well as everyone else, uh, you, if, you, if you dared to open a business uh, in defiance of Governor Klink's ham-fisted and useless lockdown order, the state, uh, the the attorney general's office under, you guessed it, Keith Ellison, who continues to enjoy no media scrutiny of anything about his personal or political life, came down on you like a ton of wet bricks. Now, you're starting to see in some parts of the country uh, that Democrats are realizing this sort of two-faced system isn't polling well. Uh, Colorado's Democrat governor has basically declared the pandemic over this past week, uh, throwing out all restrictions. And London Breed of San Francisco has suddenly come out shooting like Dirty Harry because apparently San Francisco is turning into something Donald Trump called certain third world countries. And it's not doing well for Democrats. Go figure. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to 
do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Tis the season of giving, a time we want to give back, uh, thinking of family and friends. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. And one of the great ways to give back would be have a little extra money in your month, whether that is to give to your church or an organization, a nonprofit or a ministry you support, or just to help out your family. A great way to do that would be to do a cash-out refinance, putting more money in your pocket, getting a better interest rate, and setting yourself up for the future. Relieve a little bit of stress, too. And right now is a great time to do that with United Faith Mortgage because United Faith Mortgage is lucky to have a very unique direct lender advantage, meaning their team is part of a company that uses their own money and makes their own lending decisions, which is a win-win for you. For more information on how you can take advantage of a cash-out refinance with United Faith Mortgage, just visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York, NMLS number 1330, Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 65233. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Patriots looking better than ever thanks to roof to deck restoration and decoration. Our offices and studios are adorned with red, white, and blue lights to show our pride in country and our festive holiday cheer. So drive on by, check out our red, white, and blue Christmas decorations powered by Roof to Deck Decoration. Check it out. What you can do is go to am1280thepatriot.com and learn more about Roof to Deck Decoration. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, it's my pleasure to welcome to the show for the first time in this uh, in this uh, race, in this cycle, uh, one of the candidates for uh, one of the five five or six current candidates. Five now. Five down to five. Okay. Uh, five candidates for uh, the Republican nomination to run against uh, Governor Klink this coming fall. Dr. Neil Shaw joins us. For starters, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on. And congratulations on the very strong showing in the straw poll uh, this past week at Providence Academy. That uh, came out as a bit of a surprise to everyone. It surprised a lot of folks, and then the spin factory spun up and tried to say, well, this, this can't be real, this can't be real, it's all fake news. He, he stacked the room, and you're like, everyone could have tried to do that. It was just a good showing. It's what you do this time of the campaign. You stack people at these straw polls, 
And you stack people. At the, the real goal is to stack people at the caucuses coming right. up in just what six weeks now. I mean, well, we're- that's right. And we did. We didn't even try to get our folks there. I think everyone had a chance to do that. I think what the uh, establishment doesn't want to try to understand is that maybe a lot of those folks were undecided. Yeah. They came in with an open mind. They saw a great uh, candidate out there, and they decided to vote for him. So the survey a USA poll, which trends ever so slightly to the left, not as bad as the Minnesota poll, but. Just out, out there still, just a little bit from K, from Channel 5, uh, my, my uh, broadcasting alma mater, uh, it showed virtually all, I, at that time, all six of the Republican candidates running about even mm-hmm. against Governor uh, Waltz and uh, Governor Waltz slightly underwater. Right. Granted, a year out from the election, so not especially meaningful. But on the other hand, uh, among the six candidates at this point, at mm-hmm. that point, I should say five now, no one has a huge crushing advantage, which is a, perhaps a little unusual given the disparity of name recognition statewide. Well, that's exactly right. So my two takeaways from that, the fact that everyone can be that close when you've got people who've been in the Senate for a long time. And really that other part, the first part you mentioned with walls starting underwater, nothing's going to help him out. You know, I, I don't have great faith the economy is going to be in a better place when the elections run. That's certainly going to hurt him. Yeah. Um, this continued fear-mongering around uh, COVID, which is on its way out, yeah. um, he's just going to be hurting. And yeah. so he's going to go further underwater. He's going to follow Biden down to the bottom. And that's why we have a real chance to repeat the, uh, the success of Virginia here if we get the right person out there in front. So let's talk about, of course, I do not take sides in gubernatorial elections until roughly convention time <laughs> because that's just not my place at this point in the race here. But uh, let's talk about, I mean, you have, the dynamics are very different for the for the top three, or at least the top two. I mean, Senators Benson and Gazelka have statewide name recognition, mm-hmm. presumably statewide organizations, people up in Thief River Falls trying to corral people into, into caucuses. That's the way the game is done. Right. I had not heard of Dr. Neil Shaw uh, up until probably a fifth CD event at Broadway Pizza last <laughs> July. And uh, first time I'd ever heard of Neil Shaw. You, yeah. you, you did a great presentation then, as you did, uh, every, as you have every time I've seen you. Uh, so what is the path to the nomination for someone who is coming straight out of North Oaks, right. presumably without a huge organization at your back just yet? That, that's, that's exactly right. You know, if you run as an outsider candidate, um, it is difficult to raise money. It's difficult to have people open the doors for you. You don't know exactly where to go. And that's what we spent uh, uh, the large part of the early part of the fall doing, was right. trying to get people, when I pick up the phone and call uh, someone up in Thief River Falls, to instead say, who? Who are you? What are you trying to sell me? To say, oh, you know what? I've heard of you. I like you. And uh, and then have the discussion start from there. And, and so that's a very expensive process. We had a call center for a while. We had people... Um, you know, going out on our behalf and trying to stump. I think we finally crossed that threshold, particularly with this debate performance. Now, you had a chance to see me a few weeks before that in Stillwater. And, you know, it, it's it's the people who'd seen what was going on before. Wyzetta was the week before. That went extraordinarily well. But this was the first big opportunity, and maybe it will be the biggest that we see before caucuses, of getting everyone up onto that stage and seeing what everyone has to offer. And, um, you know, it's been a very busy week for us after that. The offers right. say, hey, I want to host a fundraiser for you. I want to give you money. I want to get you involved, get you in front of people. Um, I think that everyday Minnesotans now see that they don't have to choose the entrenched political candidates, that there is an outsider out there who wants to do the best he can for Minnesota, and that we really can uh, threaten Tim Walls with a big loss this fall, and um, and we can choose someone that's going to energize and excite the base. So let's talk about you and your candidacy. Let's just say that with the help of God in the tailwind, you wind up getting the mm-hmm. you know, a huge showing at the caucuses. Mm-hmm. You go to the convention, you get the nomination, you go up against 
uh, dear leader, and you do the impossible. We, I'm a conservative from St. Paul, so I have to believe in miracles, <laughs> right? Uh, in the classic Al Michaels sense of the term. So uh, what, uh, let's talk about you, the, the Governor Shaw's first 100 days in office. Well, yeah, I, I don't think, um, you know, th- and this is from Mike Marty. And I believe that this, uh, who, who left the race this week, uh, th- oh. this insight is correct, is that if you have a Republican governor, you're going to get the trifecta. Yeah. It'd just be too – maybe the constitutional offices split, but you're going to have the House and the Senate, all right? right? So how do you wrangle all those kittens and, and move the football down the field and the issues you and I care about? Yeah. And so that's going to be the first test of leadership, right? So, you know, one of the first things I want to do is strip my emergency powers. But, you know, there was someone last night at an event who was arguing that the governor should have emergency powers. I was like, how – you know, ostensibly they, they view themselves as a conservative. Uh, how, can, how can that be after we've just seen the greatest abuse ever in many states of these powers, right? There has to be a limit on them. And so, you know, if we can't even agree on that, it might be some pulling teeth in the beginning. But I think that we can. I think that we can have a governor who gets out, takes all the shots from the media, turns themselves into someone like Ron DeSantis and says, come at me, I will provide cover fire for everyone in the legislature. And together, we're going to advance conservative legislation like this state has never seen. And there's the opportunity to do that in the first 100 days. For, from your mouth to God's ears. And and you're absolutely right. The, the, by the way, if for conservatives out there who are talking about emergency powers, yes, there is a need, a reason for emergency powers. Yes, they, they do exist for a reason. Uh, but they the, the ones we have here in Minnesota were framed at a time when people actually had integrity and, right. and faith in, 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 in government officials to govern with integrity. Right. That's not what happened with Governor Walz. Th- that's right. And they were framed at a time where wh- whatever it was in the back of everyone's mind was a nuclear attack. Okay, right. There has to be survivorship of government in, in a catastrophic nuclear attack. They yeah. were not created for this type of scenario. And so now we absolutely have to rethink them. There are ways to convene the legislature uh, electronically. We can look at getting the permission of the people. I feel very much more comfortable with the people deciding if and when those merchants' powers are evoked. And then if they want to delegate those to the governor, I feel great about that. But I want the people to be able to decide. Okay, so that's a great start for our first 100 days. What else is on the agenda? Well, we have to put – we know what the problems are. Our streets are increasingly unsafe. Our schools are failing our kids. They're failing our poorest kids the most. And uh, the economy is going to be in a bad place. So what can we do? Well, first, we can stop by hemorrhaging our tax base, hemorrhaging our business builders, and and getting the folks who are in states that are going down the tubes, like Illinois, to relocate their business is up here. I'm a big, you know, as a small business owner, I believe a lot in in small business being the the lifeblood of our economy. We need to encourage people to relocate here. We need to encourage them to build businesses, not penalize them. We need to get government out of the way. Government's never the solution. We need to put as much money as possible back in their pockets as quickly as we can, one, to stave off what's coming with the economy, but two, to get them to reinvest in this state. So it's that it's that entire package of things. And then, you know, there's ones that should be no-brainers. We should get Constitution to carry across the line. We should get standard ground across the line. That should be first 30 days. Give me those things to sign, guys. And um, And where can we start to have the longer term thing of, you know, ending, uh, killing our youngest unborn Minnesotans. And where can we get the Supreme Court to be filled with jurists who want to, in a post Roe Wade uh, world, re-litigate Doe versus Gomez and and get the correct decision this time? 651-289-4488, the number to call if you have questions, comments, feedback, or, or curious about anything about Neil Shah. 
who is one of the five remaining candidates uh, running for the GOP nomination to run for governor of Minnesota next year. 651-289-4488. Let's talk, I mean, the, the big issue other than the pandemic, which we will no doubt come back to, is crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, yeah. we had a most, mostly peaceful 2020 that led <laughs> vast swaths of Minneapolis and St. Paul, including a nice chunk of my neighborhood, uh, ruined, burned out, looted to the, from wall to wall. What can a governor do over something that is fundamentally the jurisdiction of cities that are, have been abdicating their role in uh, on quite on purpose right. in enforcing public order? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think it's appropriate for us to come in and undo the mistakes of cities. That okay. simply lets them politically get off the hook. I know it's popular to say, well, I'll deploy the guard or deploy the state police. I'm sorry. If you live in Minneapolis, you have to take charge of your situation, yep. and you've got you know, the police chief in St. Paul saying, no more, I can't do this with this leadership. You've got, you know, Dondo saying the same thing in Minneapolis. Right. That should be the canary in the coal mine that like, hey, guys, who are you going to get to recruit for this job? And it's a very hard job. And the people who live in those neighborhoods need to make better decisions at the polls and who's their city councilman, who are their mayors. And they need to stop with this wokeness and take their streets back. Now, what can the governor do? We can have a carrot and a stick. The, you know, the carrot is we will help you if you need additional training funds, if you need um, support from us temporarily. But the stick is I see no reason to appropriate state funds to uh, city councils and mayors that hide behind their private security details while their citizens die in the streets. Yeah. Uh, let's let's let Lisa Bender pay for her own damn security That's right. for crying out loud here. So <laughs> 651-289-4488, the number to call. Neil Shaw, how, how, we got one more segment to go here. Of course, awesome. we can do this again uh, before uh, as, we, as we go through the convention season here as things move ahead. But uh, how can people find out more about your candidacy? Well, we're online. We haven't been canceled yet at Neil Shaw MN or on our website, electneil, E-L-E-C-T-N-E-I-L dot com. That's the best way to get in touch with the team and uh, see what we're up to. I will be posting the link to your website at shotinthedark.info uh, later on in the broadcast when I have a few moments here. So we'll do that. We're uh, talking with Dr. Neil Shaw, GOP candidate for the nomination to run against Governor Waltz. 651-289-4488. If you have questions, comments, feedback, concerns, or just more curious about Neil Shaw. Join us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. How do you define strength? Is it physical? 
or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Hey, you still got that trick knee that starts hurting whenever the weather's going to change? Yeah, I'm feeling it now, eh? It's that old hockey injury. You know, an Arctic Spa all-wetter pool from Premier Pool and Spa could help you relieve some of those aches and pains. No kidding, eh? Yeah, imagine coming home from a long day at the salt mine and easing into a world of warmth and comfort. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel it. And then, when you're all limbered up, you can stay in tip-top shape with an invigorating swim. Wow, sounds like an all-weather pool from Premier Pool and Spa is a hot tub, a spa, and a pool all in one. Yeah, and because it's engineered for the world's harshest climates, it's perfect for Minnesota. Hey, maybe after a few sessions in my pool, I can actually get back on the ice again. If you mean for ice fishing... Then I would say, let's go, eh? That's probably more my speed. Hey, all-weather pools from Arctic Spa are on sale now at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. You deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, online at premierpools.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you depend on us for all the right information. Go to SalemNewsChannel.com, news channel that loves America. Watch your favorite hosts. Like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Sebastian Gorka, Larry Elder on the channel that believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. We, we put truth ahead of agenda, and we will not be bullied by big tech. Anyway, it's available on Roku and on your top streaming platforms, or use the free app. Just go to am12athepatriot.com, check out the salemnewschannel.com link, the place to go to cut through the garbage with all your favorite Salem hosts. So... Watch in and join in us as we say to amongst ourselves. Okay, maybe not in exactly as many words, but yeah, it's Salem News Channel. It's the place to be. We're talking with Dr. Neil Shop, who is uh, running for the GOP nomination to run for governor of the state of Minnesota. We will be talking, by the way, with all of the GOP candidates. We've had Jensen. We've had Benson. If there's a Hanson, we have them on. <laughs> I have been working these forums, by the way. I, I that Last Wednesday was my third forum with uh, with the governor's candidates. And the first one where I've been hearing substantially different things being said, which is kind of fun. <laughs> uh, things People are starting to take off uh, the gloves, especially uh, folks like you know, my, our guest Neil Shaw and Mike Murphy, the mayor of Lexington, who are being unknowns in the race, relatively speaking, having to punch up just a little bit and having to get their names out there. Clearly, it worked well for you, Dr. Neil Shaw. Yeah. Good news is you're getting your name out there. The bad news, or perhaps a backhanded bit of good news, is you're getting your name out there <laughs> and you're getting on the radar from some of the opposition people who dropped a bit of a hit piece yeah, on you this past week, right. showing that you have some uh, some donations to people on the left of center mm-hmm. as- ascribed with your name. Uh, yeah. Uh, elephant in the room. What's uh, what's what's the story, Doctor? Yeah. Well, there's the, there's the, the the funny thing was the oppo this week that was like, oh, Neil Shaw gave it to Bernie Sanders. Are you <laughs> are you serious, bro? I'm not the only Neil Shaw in the world. So like, do it's, it. Do yourself a favor and click on the link. It's and, not even uh, that uncommon of a name out no, there. No, it's pretty. There were three of them, uh, three of us at Mayo when I was down there. Uh, we all met up when we were done and had a martini because we used to get each other's labs all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
The reality is, uh, yeah, so I had, back in, two, I think it was 2018, had a group of docs who were interested in preserving private practice. You know how this is as a businessman. You sit down with everybody in St. Paul. Gave money to Dow, gave money to Gazelka. Had a conversation with Walls um, that obviously went nowhere. That legislation didn't advance. And in some ways, I'm most disappointed about giving money to Dow and Gazelka because you know what Walls is. Right. But the other two are supposed to be on your team. But yeah. they don't care. They're in the pockets of the big crony cartel hospital systems, and they could care less about independent docs. And when you're fundamentally working as a lobbyist, you have to kind of make sure you're, you're showing some attention, some some business, and let's frankly, frank, financial love on both sides of the right. aisle because they're the ones with the power. Right. And so that's how it's done if you're prim- primarily running a business lobbying or lobbying venture of any kind. So makes perfect sense to me. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones. Mark in St. Louis Park. Uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You're on the air with Dr. Neil Shah. Oh, thanks so much, Mitch. And I've met Dr. Shaw a couple times at uh, at political events. And uh, uh, Dr. Shaw, the people I know, all Republicans, and they're they're involved in politics. Uh, when it comes to your name, they, they they question why would a guy with a lucrative practice with a young family and uh, run for office? And they'll bring up what, well, and he also has no legislative record. Can we trust him? Mm-hmm. Now, with Donald Trump, that helped. For some reason, with you, it's not. And I know you, you talked about the, the CRT, clinical race theory, of course, being uh, your kids who are uh, biracial, of course, they can't be the oppressed and the oppressor. That's an easy one for you. But everyone I talk to, they just, for some reason, let me ask you this. Why are you running for governor? And I'll hang up and listen. So, you are a, a uh, up-and-coming doctor. You yeah. certainly have some career, career credentials. You do have a young family prominently featured on your website you seem like a sane rational <laughs> well-balanced human being why on earth would you run for governor at this point well things had to get bad enough where the uh you know the, the the gentry of the united states got up on the boat and started throwing tea into the harbor and said enough is enough and, yep. and so everyone's got a different point at which they look at that for me i mean 2020 was so so traumatic i mean i took my first real vacation in nine years after starting my practice we went to the dominican we barely made it out of there this is the middle of march come back Practicing in the smoldering ruins, walls to shut down, uh, elective medical procedures, wow. which just you know, hurt patients for, for months and months and months, uh, drove our business almost into the ground. We came out of that, and I looked around, and these continuing emergency powers are smashing businesses left and right. Our kids get pulled out of school. They're Zoom schooling, which isn't school. Yeah. All this stuff, all these shenanigans. And you're like, well, there's supposed to be someone in charge, right? Aren't there these Republicans who are supposed to be conservatives? Or aren't they supposed to be standing up for you and me? And then the reality is uh, many of them are not, yeah. and that's why I'm in this race. So the, the criticism of like, well, you haven't been in this legis- legislature. Well, Paul Gazelka has, and what has he given you for that? There's going to be a lot of belly aching about this, but the reality has unfortunately been in Minnesota that Republican and conservative are not synonymous. So when I make phone calls, I introduce myself as the conservative candidate for governor in the state of Minnesota. I would like to make those two terms synonymous again. Yeah, I was on the sidelines. Um, I took my freedom for granted. I assumed that the folks in leadership would have conservative interests at heart. Um, but ultimately, all of that proved to be false. 2020 was a stress test for the world. We all failed. And so I'm now I'm going to get into the ring, do my part to try to restore conservative values in this state. So let's talk about education and schools. You, that's, that's obviously a huge issue, critically important issue for an awful lot of parents yeah. in this state. I am someone who pulled his kids out of the public system and went charter because homeschooling was not an option. Sure. Uh, what, but but what, would you, what do you plan on trying to do against, as a governor against the most entrenched mm-hmm. uh, constituency in this state, Education Minnesota, which is basically runs the state at this point to all intents and purposes? How does a, a conservative Republican uh, governor affect education in this state? Well, they've overplayed their hand. 
And they may have powers, but they have nothing on the parents of this state. They have nothing on the parents of Virginia or any other state. And they will be held to account for what they have done to our children, what they've done to their future economic earnings, what they've done to our schools, and the way they've wasted our tax dollars. Um, I am extraordinarily upset with that, and I don't think I'm the only parent. There's no reason for our kids to be in masks. There is no reason for them to be taught to hate someone based on the color of their skin. We have to push back and push back hard against these. And we want a governor who's going to get out there and not back down when the Red Star Tribune runs their first hit piece or NPR decides that they want to go after you over some BS. we got to go after the teachers' unions and call out what they have done for a long period of time, which is sacrifice the future of our children. for their economic betterment. And there's a big difference between the teachers and the teachers' unions that we need to draw a bright line on. Very true. And um, there are so many teachers who are feeding info to parents because they're stuck on the inside. They're like, this is bad. You need to know what we're being forced to teach your kids. If there's one bright lining to the COVID crisis, it's that parents opened backpacks and they learned what was going on. There is. Now, uh, one of the things that, I, that statewide candidates have come to dread about coming on my show is that every single time they do, I harangue them about this. Will you come into the city, have a town hall with charter school parents who are mm-hmm. overwhelmingly uh, citizens of color mm-hmm. or immigrants, Eng- English as a second language, more prevalently in the charter system than mm-hmm. in the public system? Mm-hmm. And I've been haranguing the GOP about doing that for over a decade now, yeah. still waiting on the first statewide candidate to go into the city and, and take uh, to take the battle to the DFL for those voters who are out there waiting to be convinced. Yeah. Neil Schock, we get you into the city to talk uh, charter schools. Well, it's just in North Minneapolis this morning, actually, to be honest, with uh, the other, not all, but uh, most of the other gubernatorial candidates. And Lacey Johnson had organized some of the Black Pastors Excellent. at Shiloh Church, and we were talking it, about the issues that that community faces. And we have to not be afraid of engaging. Absolutely, and this is this is exactly what I need. To, what I love to hear, and what what I think a lot of voters need to see followed up on here. One of many things. We are way too short on time here. We need to get you in here sometime when we got a little more time to chat here. Sure. But uh, Dr. Neil Shaw, your website one more time. Elect Neil E L E C T N E I L dot com. Please follow us on social or go to the website. And I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Absolutely, our website will be posting at shotinthedark.info sometime in the next hour. Here, as soon as I get a moment or two, Doctor Neil Shaw. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for coming out today. Thanks. Northern Alliance AM twelve eighty. The Patriot. Go nowhere. John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. Coming up right after the break. Go nowhere. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. Anna Paquin stars an American underdog and loves the timely message of hope. These are trying times for a lot of people in the world and movies about hope and overcoming adversity and that good things are still possible even after the absolute worst things have happened to you. I mean, I'm sure it's timely at any point, but it feels particularly poignant right now. American underdog in theaters this Christmas. For more information, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. 
happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM1280 The Patriot app today. Happy. Happy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.